This is the Perfectly Normal Podcast, and we're broadcasting from the NNP Satellite Studios in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. On this episode, Jeff and Ben are going to talk about being magicians in the COVID era. What do their lives look like now that they're stuck inside with no audience in sight? I look much more homeless. That's what I look like. Yes. <laughs> I haven't had a haircut. I haven't shaved, which I am always clean shaven. Yeah. It's a little if bit you know weird me. for you. I know. It's very weird for me. Hmm. But it suits you in a way, kind of. Really? In a and very. Yeah, in a very kind of like Errol Flynn, like goatee kind of way. That's all it is. I cannot grow any, any hair on my cheeks. It is a chin strap, mm-hmm. and that is that. I, I have a full raging beard. You do. You have a, a manly, manly <laughs> Adams beard. Well, that's because I can grow it on my face because I can't grow it on my head. Uh, Indeed. Yeah. Pretty uh, soon it'll just take over and you will have hair again. That's the idea. Basically, grow down the beard long enough that I can do a front comb Flip over. It so, yeah, yep. just done. Uh, I, I've been saying that um, when the rest of like the hair on my head is like normally I keep it pretty damn short. Mm-hmm. Um when the rest of the hair on my head gets long enough that it all can be clipped to the same length without it being too short for a clipper guard, that's mm-hmm. when it's just going to get... And it's basically my head, my beard, all of the hair from my neck up is going to be clipped to the exact same length, uh, which um, it, it, it's, it is what it is. Uh, I am, your, I am, your parents aren't happy about it. No, they are not. No. Uh, I, I told them they were going to do that, and they said, first of all, they said, we don't give you permission to do that. Indeed, so you can't do it. Yeah, and then I said, "Why?" I, 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 me being the, like, I'm, I'm in my 30s, but every once in a while I still retort to that, you know, or I still, res- not retort, resort to that, like, teenage reaction of, like, oh, what are you going to do? And I told them, like, what are you going to do, come down here and, and, you know, stop me? And they said, yeah. Like, yeah. you can't, it's quarantine, don't care. And then that turned into pleading, where they said, please don't do it. You'll look like a giant penis. To which my response I was... to say... <laughs> well, my, my thought was, when have you seen a fuzzy bearded penis? What kind of penises are you looking at? Those are the penises of the 50s, my friend. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, at that point, <laughs> gone. Well, and I, and I told yeah. Hannah that I've been kind of playing with an idea of shaving it off anyway. Now it's just yeah. that there's a good reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, other it's, than... It's pushing you in that direction. It really is. Like, I really don't have much of a choice. Uh, it's yeah. either it's either just buzz cut uh, or mm. eventually embrace the power donut. I Okay, I have a request. Yes. And it's exactly the power donut. <laughs> before, it, before it goes, you must give us... A power donut. <laughs> well, it's not going to go completely. There's going to kind of leave like a five o'clock shadow behind. But I can nah. do like the top first. Yes. Do okay. do the top. Give us the Friar Tuck special. <laughs> okay. When okay. the beard finally comes off, too, I'll do the increments as well, like the sideburns. Yes. And yeah. Then the... Mutton chops. Yeah. We want the goatee, the stash. Good. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll just stop Aside from people. growing hair. Yeah. <laughs> or not homeless. growing hair in your case. Uh, we have been transformed from live performers mm-hmm. to what I would consider internet, you know, magicians. Yes. In, in, a, in a simple, for, in, yeah. And we've we've kind of touched on this before. I believe it was mm-hmm. one of our very first episodes that we put out 
geez, two years ago. Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, old. Th- that's why my hair is falling out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Too much time with me. That's right. Uh, but we did it a couple years ago where we kind of talked about how magic on YouTube, uh, it, 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 has its, it has its pluses and minuses. Uh, but now we're kind of forced forced into it in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we both kind of had the stance of it's good if it's done well and mm-hmm. there are people out there who are ruining it. Um, and we never really partook in it ourselves um, in the ter- in this in the aspect that it's us creating magic for an online audience. We did have a, a very limited series of videos on youtube as newman and price where we did magic but for people in the public and filmed it exactly um so there was a bit of a difference but now we've been like you said forced into Mm -hmm. if we want to put content out there performing magic for no one but an online audience exactly and it's uh, even in the two years uh since we talked about it Mm -hmm. in the the last time we talked about Mm -hmm. video online magic uh it has changed a lot yeah, uh, and I and and Hannah and I had a really long talk about this a few days ago, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll get to when we when we get to. Uh, it, yeah. I I know this will come up later in this conversation, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it, even in the two short years it's been since we've talked about it, it has it has really really shifted to something else, mm-hmm. um, and I think now more than ever we're seeing it truly become a medium where it's accessible online, not just because of the COVID-19 quarantine, mm-hmm. but because of the nature of magic in general. Yeah. You see a lot of times on when when we go on these online magic shops where, you know, there's lectures or books available, coming available, a lot of times now you'll see effects that are geared towards an online audience only. Yeah. You, they're, they're things you couldn't perform in front of people it's only for the camera, which now is good. I mean, I, I think I bought one of those things just because it looked interesting to me. And it, you know, it's something fun and new to learn. And it was cheap. But mm-hmm. generally, I would never give those a second thought because that's not that's not my my bread and butter, you know. Well, and it's I think that the one thing that, I, that I've kind of been seeing over and over again, because ever since ever since the this quarantine hit and and mm-hmm. social distancing has been a thing. Uh, there's been a lot of magicians online who have been, you know, there, there's there's a couple different thoughts, and kind of the prevailing thought is, um, magic is inherently an interactive in person thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's so much you can do uh, in magic. There's there's so much in magic that happens because you have to interact with somebody. Yeah. Uh, even just yesterday, uh, there was there was a, a, an effect that I was trying to figure out how to film, and I actually had to call Hannah in and say, "I need you, I need mm-hmm. you to come and be a spectator for a second because I need mm-hmm. to figure out how we're going to film this, if at all." Yeah. Uh, and I know just with the effects that I've been putting up, I've been sitting there thinking, how in the world do I do this without a mm-hmm. second person? Without yeah. even, even just as a, as a, as a reactor, mm-hmm. uh, because like I say, magic is inherently an interactive art form. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent on, in both of our shows, our show, I mean, obviously our shows couldn't happen without an audience, but our shows specifically require 
interaction or yeah. speaking. So another thing that I found is that I'm doing a lot of these things silently. Exactly. I'm not talking. It's just about the effect. And as part of that, I, I film it silently and then I watch it back. And because I'm not speaking, I'm losing a form of misdirection that I would have in my live show if I were speaking mm-hmm. in that I'm, I'm losing the speech. Um, and that's really causing me a lot of issue in exposure, I suppose. Yeah. Well, it's, it's such <laughs> a, a um, you basically cut off a whole avenue of psychology mm-hmm. in terms of, of, of magic technique because yeah. you can, you can get away with so much just by simply asking a question. Indeed, yeah. You know, uh, or or uh, uh, you know, having an aside or turning to another person. Uh, when you're just performing for a camera, that element is gone. There is yeah. there is no way to do that. There mm-hmm. are still other ways to misdirect and and pull attention. Yes. Uh, but but it's it, it would in my mind it's the equivalent of reaching into like a, a carpenter's toolbox and pulling out a hammer. Mm-hmm. He can still get the job done. Yeah. But now he's got to find ways around it that he never thought he'd have to. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a strange thing. And I commend, you know, the people that do it all the time and that, mm-hmm. that's their their livelihood. Um, but my phone, my I use my video, my phone to video these things and it's full of you can scroll and like flick and have it roll past the exact same trick over and over and over again. <laughs> and I, you, I can't post any of them because you can see exactly what I'm doing because I'm not used to performing for something that catches everything exactly uh on the flip side though uh I, I guess i guess this is the one advantage the one advantage that uh i've kind of gotten out of this mm-hmm. is because i'm performing for a camera uh mm-hmm. it's it's opened me up to effects that for some reason or another i have learned or known about and have dropped mm-hmm. um so one good example is uh i i i put up a a a trick here not too long ago where there in, in, in magic terms, we call it ending dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that you can't give out, inspect, touch something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of that, I, I would cut it from an act because it's, yeah. I, I like to I be want people able to be able to touch things and hand things out and everything's normal. Yeah. But mm. it's a great trick visually Yes. So it plays better to the camera, uh, mm-hmm. and because of that, it's a, you know it's something I'd never do in a live setting, mm-hmm. but on film, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's been a, a few things that I've released like that. Um, the other thing is that it's forced me to kind of, um, I guess, for lack of a better term, revisit uh, some styles and genre of magic that I've since left behind. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's the other thing is that you're. I'm in the same position where I'm, I'm re-looking at old things or looking through old books or, you know, just one-off effects that in a show are a detriment, even aside from it ending dirty or it, you know, not fitting in. Um, it's a one-off thing. It's a quick, it happens and that's it. Where in a live show, that's not good. That's not what you're looking for in terms of a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a camera and social media, that's what you need. You need something that's quick, flashy, and it's done. Yeah, um, which is great because you're. I'm. I'm relearning all these new skills, and th- it's frustrating because <laughs> I haven't done them for a long time, and my f- my fingers aren't as dexterous as I'd like them to be, um, in in certain ways. But 
it it's fun, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's funny you should mention that because the other day I was sitting at my close up mat uh, with uh, with my with my brand new deck of uh, uh, um, the name is escaping me now the cherry um, cherry casinos yeah the cherry the the cherry Fremont or whatever um, yeah. whatever there the cherry playing cards cherry casinos yeah that's what they are uh, is it cherry I thought it was Fremont something no not important the cherry casino cards. <laughs> And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm, you know, practicing some stuff. And I thought to myself, I wonder if I can still do a second deal. Right. Uh, and I very quickly realized the definitive answer to that is no. no uh, <laughs> uh, so kind of one of the one of the, the projects I've taken on during this quarantine is to try and reteach myself some of those old slights that I, I used mm-hmm. to do. And I used to do fairly well yeah. that have since escaped me. Um, yeah. Uh, and 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 in a lot of situations, it's a lot like riding a bike. In mm-hmm. others, it's not. Um, yeah, not at all. Yeah, so it's, it's it's muscle memory. It is muscle memory that you have to keep up. Um, once you've got it, you can you know do it over and over. But as you get further and further away from not doing it, it gets harder and harder. So yeah, yeah. You know. uh, well, and I I, I did have um, uh, kind of an interesting conversation with uh, with a friend of mine uh, who also he, he's. He's a magician. Uh, he's a performer for a living, but he's not a magician. But he's a, a very uh, skilled uh, a magician. Like I, I don't want to mm. say he's a hobbyist because he's not, because he does use it in a professional capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he doesn't primarily perform as a magician. Yeah, uh, I think. I think he mm-hmm. he he's at least versed in magic well enough to know. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Um, and when I started releasing some of these videos, uh, he he had found me on TikTok and he had seen some of the videos and he had he had said uh, that he was very shocked and surprised and pleased that I was doing sleight of hand magic mm-hmm. uh, because for the for as long as we've known each other, he's only known me as mentalist, mm-hmm. uh, which is weird because. A lot of your show is still sleight of hand. Well, yeah, but it, it doesn't portray that it way. It doesn't appear to be that way, yeah. but it is. Yeah, it's it's interesting that people have that, that view of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, uh, and I, I it, the conversation was, you know, like, it's, these are skills that I have that I don't get to use anymore. Uh, and yeah. part of it's my own fault because I've, it's, I could put it in my show if I wanted. Yeah. But I don't. But that's not your show. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and it goes back to that what plays better for a camera doesn't always play better for an audience. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's a really strange thing. Um, so we've been, I, I, we both have this struggle. We've been creating and posting and relearning. We know how for, you know, a fringe tour or for four walling a show or mm-hmm. a one-off thing, how engagement works. Yes. And how to get views and get people to see your content um, for say an ad for your for your show, mm-hmm. um, but we're posting things now. Somewhat, I wasn't very good at this last week. I, I took a break. I just I couldn't do it anymore. Social media was bothering me. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was. I was like, I'm doing this every day and nothing's happening. But we're finding now that the algorithm that, however, content gets shown to to certain people is not <laughs> not working for us. And, it, and that's just, I think, a lack of experience in terms of this particular 
you know, platform where we never had to have people see our content over a certain amount of time. It was, we want them to see our content for three days, buy tickets, and then come see the show. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I've I found that it's been, uh, like, I'm doing better with some more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, Facebook is still kind of my, my big reach only because it's the one I'm the most familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have no idea how the TikTok algorithm works. Oh my gosh. I don't think there is one. <laughs> I think it's, you open it up and they spin a wheel. They're like, you're going to see dogs. Yep. All right, here you go. I'm, I'm, I kind of think I have a handle on it now, but I want to I want to give it a couple days before I tell you, and because I, I I could be completely wrong. Right. Um, but it's it's been so wonky. But I have I have found some tips. Uh, but again, it comes back back to that idea that we don't we don't know mm-hmm. how to be a, a, an online magician. Yeah. Our bread and butter is is live. Uh, mm-hmm. But you you have uh, taken a different tactic. You've put, started putting up magic lessons, uh, and, and you got I guess a bit of a. a not an argument directly, uh, but there were there were some people who were taking issue with you teaching online. Indeed, um, I I think I w- I'd like to go back because I hope that my opinion or stance on tutorials in our first online magic episode mm-hmm. would be that I'm okay with tutorials. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, if I wasn't back then, I I. I am now, and not just because I'm doing it, because my mindset has changed. Um, <laughs> we probably should have listened to that episode before we recorded this. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm fine if, yeah, if I if I say that I'm not, I think it would be because they're doing it poorly. Yeah. I you If you're going to do it, do it properly and, and, you know, teach. But my criteria for tricks, I got asked this last night when I did one of the, or the live lessons that I do on Tuesday. Um, I got asked, how do I choose the tricks that I'm going to show? Um, and I had a couple of criteria. One, I wanted them to be done with things that you could find in your home mm-hmm. because you're in quarantine. Two, I wanted them to be beginner level to intermediate level, something that you can learn, practice, and get good at. And three, I didn't want it to be a trick, you know, a garbage trick. A lot of times when you see a tutorial online for a beginner magician, it's a, a crap trick. Yeah. And why why would anyone be interested in magic after learning a garbage trick? So I've been teaching good things that, you know, people wouldn't normally teach. And a mutual friend of ours got in or shared my one of my first lessons. And someone messaged them and said, this is a detriment to the magic industry. And it's a, a no-no and I'm not going to support this. And they unfriended it. They unfriended them. And I think that's one, it's petty. Yeah. Two, while the tricks that I'm teaching are of a, a, a an upper class, you know, from the crappy little tricks that you normally learn, if you're doing them in your show, your professional show, you've got a problem. You've got bigger problems than this being a detriment to the magic community because they're by no means a show that you should have or a trick that you should have in a professional show. Exactly, uh, and that was and that was kind of the approach that I took when because uh, I I did a guest spot teaching one of these yes yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was the the kind of the approach that I took as well um, mm-hmm. and the the trick that I taught uh, which we can still find on your Facebook and YouTube and yep. 
uh, it, it's a it's a, a one ahead trick, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a really really basic trick, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just like many of the other tricks you have started teaching in these in these tutorials. Yeah, it's a um, it's a it's a decently effective trick on its own when performed right. Yes, but it also provides kind of a base knowledge or a base method that you can extrapolate into something else. And in fact, that particular yeah. method is something that I still incorporate into effects in my shows still. That's the other thing. I was going to say the effects that I've taught as well, you'll find bits and pieces of those in my show. You'll never know that that's what you're seeing. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the other thing. But um, yeah, I I don't understand the, the mindset that because magic is so prevalent online now anyways. Yeah. It me adding to that tutorial thing, especially because it's live on my Facebook and Instagram page where my followers mostly are the ones who are seeing it. They know my work. They're not, you know, I'm not showing millions and millions of people like other people are on YouTube. Yeah. And that's I, I think it comes down to that. I think maybe we talked about this in our last <laughs> episode about this, too, is the difference mm-hmm. between uh, education and exposure. Yes. Right. Uh, if you are educating somebody, if you are uh, revealing a magic trick with the purpose of teaching, mm-hmm. uh, your intent is to is to spread the skills that are needed to perform this trick, to enhance the art, to get more people involved. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the idea is to build uh, uh, not only an audience, but other people who share the interest and want to grow the art as a whole. Mm-hmm. Exposure. Uh, while is still revealing methods is the exact opposite. The whole idea behind exposing is you're essentially trying to tear down that art. You were saying yeah. uh, by by uh, uh, revealing a method of a trick through just to expose it is basically saying you know what this is dumb. I it, magic is is silly. This is how it works because haha, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm smarter than you. Exactly. You figured uh, it out. Yeah. Which is a, a trend that I am noticing on TikTok. Yeah, uh, it's um, and there's and there's uh, um, kind of two camp, well, three camps uh, that I've seen in uh, magic TikTok videos that incorporate mm-hmm. a reveal of some kind. Right. Um, one is it's uh, camp number one is it's um, there are legitimate accounts out there um where they're actually teaching simple magic tricks. Uh, and there's, mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the account, but it's a young kid uh, where it's somebody who's holding the camera goes up to him and says, Hey, and they call him by name, teach me a magic trick. And he goes, I got you. Right. And he teaches a magic trick and they're mm-hmm. very simple magic tricks. I, I would argue some of them are a little more advanced and maybe mm-hmm. should be. I saw this one left the pen. Yeah. He does with the pen. Yeah. Uh, and, and those are great because they're really good ways to teach beginner tricks. For the most mm-hmm. part, he's teaching some beginner skills uh, that I think are a really good way to get people into magic. Some card slides, mm-hmm. some, you know, and they're not the the, the knacky, like, yeah. I'm going to lay out 21 cards. Yeah. Uh, so those are great uh, mm-hmm. because they're taking that same approach that you are. They're saying, like, here's a magic trick. This is how you mm-hmm. do it. Go have fun. Yeah. Uh, then there's... Uh, the camp where it's uh, I'm going to show you a magic trick 
and then I'm going to reveal it. And, and the whole idea is they're not revealing it to teach or to inform, but it's, it's um, to get views and to, yeah. and to show. Yeah. And I don't have as much issue with those as I do the entitlement that comes from the viewers. Yeah. Because I don't know if you've, if you've experienced this, but on, uh, on TikTok specifically, I've had two or three things that I've put out where the comments are tutorial, tutorial, mm-hmm. tutorial. No. no, I'm doing this to do magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, some of these aren't necessarily my tricks or I don't want to tip the method because they're too close yeah. to something I do in show. Mm-hmm. That's not what magic is. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of bothers me a little bit. And I've been seeing a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the third camp, which is my absolute favorite, <laughs> are the fake reveal videos. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're brilliant. Simple magic trick. Uh, I think my favorite one I saw uh, was yesterday. Uh, it was um, pour the water in the cup, tip the cup over, the liquid's gone. Yeah. Uh, it's a very simple method. I'm not going to say what mm-hmm. it is, but it's yeah. a very simple method. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the method that they showed in the video involved... Uh, a twin brother who gets uh, a, a, a Morse code cue that he decodes into English uh, that then he has to go and uh, flip a switch, which does something else, which knocks down a bunch of uh, uh, playing card boxes stacked up like dominoes, which does this and then that, which turns on a, a, an electric drill under the table, which drills a hole. And it was just this elaborate thing. And I'm like, yes, more of these, please. Yeah. Uh, because not only was it very plainly ridiculous, but it was very much like um, kind of a satire of this whole reveal culture, this whole exposure yeah. culture of like, you know what? You're not going to get the secrets. Yeah. This is how dumb you look. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it, yeah. In in that same camp, there's a, a fairly well-known social media personality magician that I, I don't know about you, but. He, he drives me nuts. I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say. I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. You're going to write it down. I'm going to keep talking about him. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> have you seen his videos on, on TikTok? Some of them, yeah. Okay. They're, they're the same on... You can find this style of video on any of his social media, but they're tutorials of... I don't even know what what's one of the last one. turning a, a glass bottle soft and it's it's just ludicrous like he sprinkles cinnamon into dish soapy water stirs it up with a licorice stick and all these things like anything stupid you can think of he does and then expects you to think that that's how the bottle it, it turns soft and then he rolls it up into a paper napkin or something. I don't, it feels to me s- strange for multiple reasons um, because it, it feels like he's actually thinks that people are going to believe this, but people are all, are watching them. Like he's gaining <laughs> views. Why? I, um, I don't know. I, I have my own thoughts. Like, I, I do not share the same hatred for this particular person that you do. Um, it bothers me. He bothers me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, I again, I've seen a lot of that as well, mm-hmm. where it's, uh, I, I think I think the big one that, um, it, it's, been, it's been running rampant through my feed, mm-hmm. uh, both on TikTok and everywhere else, 
Yeah. Uh, and I assume it's because the algorithms talk to each other or they track my cookie or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the, the effect is uh, you take a coin, you put it on the table and, and you put batteries, you know, kind of north, south, east and west positions. And then you put a couple spoons in between the gaps and the coin starts spinning. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's um, the, the secret to the footage is that it's they just play it backwards. They, yeah. they put all the stuff out, they spin the coin, and when the coin stops spinning, they start taking the stuff away. Yeah. And uh, I think it also has something to do with the nature of TikTok because people can duet and and right. basically join in on the video after the fact. Yeah. Uh, and people will try it. And to me, it just, it, it reeks. It's the 21st century version of the, of the, the kind of the snake oil home remedy thing. Yeah. You know, here's <laughs> here are your essential oils. Here are your crystals. Uh, they're going to do this because I have this anecdotal mm. thing. Uh, yeah. And and I think that's kind of what's happening with these videos as well. And my yeah. guess is this particular magician is getting in on that craze. And I'd imagine, you know, given the audience that TikTok has, I bet there's at <laughs> least a sizable chunk of the viewers who look at that and say, I'm going to try this. And it doesn't work. Yeah. But it's already got them to view it. It's got them to like the video so they can find it yeah. again. Yeah. You know, like it's... I, I I get it. I totally understand. It bothers me. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like it. Um, But that's it's personal. Personal vendetta, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I think also it, it strikes me as odd because he put... He used to put out good magic. Mm-hmm. Why, why do why go down? Why take a step down? You know, um, I, I mean, for views, obviously. Yeah, and that I, seems sick to me. I imagine it's it's probably that he's trying to to get the traction. He's he's probably mm-hmm. trying to get the exposure and and get the views and the follows. Um, yeah, it could also be a problem that I know I have faced uh, is that he's running out of material, mm-hmm. uh, which I think. Um, you know, it, it, that's whether you're doing video or not, uh, or online mm-hmm. or not, or stage or not. Uh, I know that that's a um, that's a that's a constant problem I face. Uh, yeah, and everyone does. Yeah, but I'm not sprinkling pepper on a watermelon and sticking a skewer through it and telling you that I can kick it and it's going to separate the skin from the inside. <laughs> Please right? tell like, me that's your next video. <laughs> it's I can't. It's not my idea. He's done it. <laughs> Do you, do, you, do you see how stupid that is? Uh, right? <laughs> it's just, God. Uh, I, and, I, and I think maybe it's our understanding of the platform as well. True. Uh, but what it comes down to is that, you know, uh, we're in, a, we're in a, 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 an unprecedented time. Yeah, that's uh, what we've been up to. Yeah, uh, and and I and I think I I think the silver lining in all of this is whether or not we become YouTube famous or whether or not people follow us or watch videos. At the very least, I think the thing that I'm getting the most out of this particular situation um, is that it's giving me a chance to revisit, relearn, and expand my skill set. Yeah, uh, and and somewhere down the road, because I know already just with some of the things that I've been doing for these for some of these videos that I've been releasing it's already given mm-hmm. me some ideas for things that I can put in my live show down the road yeah uh, and I and I know that had I still been working working on the summer tour getting that going before everything got canceled 
I would have never had time to do that. So that's exactly. While on one hand we're stuck at home, on the other hand, I'm stuck at home. Yeah. You know. So it's exactly. Yeah. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. It's a it's a shitty but also great situation to be in. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, But if you want to see our stuff, where can we find it, Ben? You can find it at uh, Newman and Price mm-hmm. on all the social media platforms. Aside from TikTok, we're not on TikTok as Newman and Price. Not yet, but that's because we not can't yet. do something together. We can't, we can't be <laughs> together. Um, but you can find us at Newman and Price um, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and if you want to get in touch, you can email us at newmanandprice at gmail.com. That's right. And for individual stuff, I know you can find Ben and his tutorials and his videos and everything on all the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, at Ben Price Magic. Yeah. Uh, so go check him out. He's got a tutorial coming up every Tuesday and Friday where you can learn some great magic as well. Indeed. You made a guest appearance on that, but if I you want to find Jeff at uh, any of his, you can find him at Newman Mentalism on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. That's right. All the things. I, YouTube as well. We're both on YouTube. We're both on YouTube. I don't have a custom yeah. URL yet. Uh, partially because I don't have enough subscribers, but also because I'm lazy. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, you also, if you follow me on TikTok and Instagram and all the things, uh, mm-hmm. you will also get to see the new series that seems to be very popular, uh, Dumb Jokes for Hannah. I like Dumb Jokes for Hannah. Everyone seems to love Dumb Jokes for Hannah. Yeah. Uh, Aside from Hannah. Yeah, oh yeah, she's she's the yeah. only person who does not like this. In fact, I got one the yeah. other day where I'm pretty sure she was visibly angry. Right. Yeah, so uh, check that out as well. She gets to be kind of the star of the show right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, so by all means, check us all out. Uh, and, and again, you can find us. Uh, but speaking of following Newman and Price, there's one mm-hmm. other thing we have uh, that is brand new. Indeed, very brand new. We, uh, we have started a Patreon. Um, that will give you access to all sorts of behind-the-scenes material. Um, we are currently coming up with the things that we can offer in these tiers, but there we are on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Newman and Price. So if you want to exactly. support the show, support what we're doing, support us in creating online content and uh, hopefully in the future some uh, together video content <laughs> out in public, um, head over there, check it out, show us your support. Exactly. You can find all the perks there, what the subscription levels are, uh, and of course, anything new that we come up with as well. So we'd love to see you over there. But for now, that does it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Jeff Newman. I'm Ben Price. And this has been the Newman and Price Perfect Normal Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the Perfectly Normal Podcast, help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And of course, don't forget to subscribe. And to keep up to date on what's going on with us, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for at Newman and Price. And to find Jeff or Ben individually, search Newman Mentalism and Ben Price Magic on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you have any questions or show ideas, you can reach us at newmanandprice at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This is the perfectly normal pro... Done! Ah!